Grace to you and peace from our God and Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, dear friends, how can we know the truth? Now, I think all of us here today, we're from that that generation. We grew up believing that truth was important, didn't we? And, you know, maybe even as a a young person, you ran into some trouble in the the public school system because, you know, maybe you you lied to your teacher. Or maybe you you cheated on a test. You you did something dishonest. You did something untrustworthy. And you came to learn, you know, back in our generation that the truth was important. The truth required correction of our young people to make it really stick in their minds. Ask the question, have have you lied? And then then maybe, you know, the the pastor of old, he'd say, okay, now raise your hand. But we know we we all have sinned. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. If I say, you know, have you lied? You can probably remember one time that you did, a time that perhaps you got caught as a a young child, a young man, a young girl, and your mom, your dad, your teacher laid down the law, didn't they? You received some kind of a punishment, whether it, it was a physical whooping, whether it was you couldn't watch TV for two whole weeks, or as you had extra chores piled upon you, but you can go back in time, you can remember. You know, I I lied to my mom that one time, and boy, I was not going to do that ever again. Because truth was important. We believed that truth was necessary. But now we kind of fast forward to the present day when... When we're being told, you know, as long as it's for the greater good, it's okay to lie. As long as I can take my agenda in the right direction, it's okay to tell some lie. I actually heard that in the media this week. It's okay for us to lie as long as we can achieve our objective. See? That's what we're coming to understand of our present society. And it gets so much more difficult, doesn't it? Because, you know, you know what? You know, like 20 years ago, I can remember thinking the internet is such a blessing Because, you know, to find the truth, you can go on the internet and it it access, you know, various high quality libraries across the United States and you could get answers from studied individuals who had written books and articles on the topic and you had information at your fingertips. Now, 20 years ago, the internet was amazing, wasn't it? 
Now you, you go on the internet and who knows who wrote the article? Who knows if they actually know anything about what they're talking about? But anybody can get on the internet and publish their opinion and somehow the, the person that gets the, the most responses, that, that must be the person that, that knows the most, even though perhaps they fell into that philosophy where they said, it's okay to lie for the greater good. It's okay to lie as long as my agenda goes forward. It's okay to just kind of do whatever I want to do. And, and, and man, you know, it, it's disappointing, isn't it, to wake up in a world like that. When you, when you were born, you were trained that the truth was so important. Right? When you lived your life, perhaps by your word, even, you know, your word was your bond. You did your very best through your lifetime to be truthful, to uh, never let a shadow of deceit fall upon you. And then you wake up one day in a world like this and you just kind of go, how can I even know? How can I even know? Who has the time, really, to you hear a news story to be able to have the resources to go and actually research and actually find out exactly what happened? Who has the time? Who has the connections? You know, we used to be able to take it on faith, didn't we? There was Walter Cronkite. You know, the, the paragon of virtue. And you knew that he had this research team behind him that was always 100% accurate. And Walter Cronkite would come on the news and he would tell you what was going on and you knew what was happening. And you fast forward to today and there's some guy with his own YouTube channel and he's just kind of, you know, spouting stuff and you have no clue if that's really what happened. Or if it was some other thing. You have you know, no knowledge. How can you get there? It's bleak, isn't it? And our Lord and Savior, he comes to us in our text for today and, and he, he says, you know, guess what? It's always kind of been like this. The ancient world, it wasn't so much better than things are today. In the ancient world, there were governing officials that put laws in place, you know, that the Jewish boys must be murdered. They, they had programs in place where the, the you know, Egyptian midwives would come into the Jewish homes and make sure the male infants didn't survive childbirth. See? People in those ancient times, they lived under the same kind of difficult circumstances that we're coming to experience today. Where it's okay to lie as long as Pharaoh's agenda 
can move forward. And it's okay to, you know, provide false information to cover our crimes as long as everything turns out the way that we want it. It was bleak. That was terrible. And the Lord God, he comes to the people of that day just as he comes to the people of this day. And he says, you know what? This world is not your home. Sometimes we forget that, don't we? You know, for the generation that, that kind of, you know, what was born at the end of World War II, you know, the United States hadn't suffered very much uh, during World War II. We certainly hadn't had many, you know, land invasions. We could, you know, point to Pearl Harbor and say, well, you know, way over there in Hawaii, something terrible happened. But on our uh, mainland, we hadn't suffered much uh, through the war. And, and then we engaged in the war. We were uh, victorious. Uh, the, the people, the young men, the young women came home again, and they began to, to set up families, and they began to, to be prosperous. And I think for us here in the United States, you know, we, we started to kind of think, yeah, it, it's really like heaven on earth, isn't it? That's kind of how we grew up. Our neighborhoods were safe. You know, we could ride our bicycles across town. We could go and visit our, our friends. There was never any, you know, concern in the, the 60s, even the 70s, right, that, that anything bad could really happen, you know? And most people achieve that, that promise of having you know, two cars in the garage and, and you know you had your a couple freezers in the basement filled with meat and, and you had jobs where people made you feel like you're kind of important and you're able to go out and have all of those promises. Not many people were really thinking about it in those years you know that Jesus is coming back and in fact I can remember a Christian comedian you know about 15 20 years ago you know back at that time and he was talking about you know someone said to me you know that the Jesus is coming back and, and I thought to myself, I hope he waits for a couple weeks. Right? And, and we've been there too, haven't we? Where you're saying to yourself, you know, things are pretty good. And, you know, I have some stuff coming up on my calendar. And, you know, a niece or nephew is getting married later this summer. And, and you know, family reunions are, are, you know, just right around the corner. And I sure hope Jesus doesn't come back today. Because there's some, some good things on the horizon. But difference, that's not where we're supposed to be, is it? The fact of the matter, when the pastor comes out and, and says, you know, you know, pick your chin up or, you know, get, get your head up. Jesus is coming back. That's supposed to be reassuring, isn't it? 
And so we come to a, a day uh, like we have today. Perhaps we come to a, a, a summer like this has been. You know, we've gone through this kind of prolonged uh, illness with the, the COVID, and we've been through lockdowns and having to wear uh, masks and having to be separated from other people. And then, you know, the gas prices are so high, and you thought maybe you were finally free and you could go and visit, but then you couldn't because you had to pay so much for uh, gas and, and were frustrated. And we don't know what the truth is at times. And I can come and say to you this morning, pick your head up. Jesus is coming back. And that should be what we're looking for, right? Shouldn't it? And that should be our word of hope. That should be our encouragement. But you look around at the headlines and you just kind of shake your head and you hear things coming across the news and you say, I, I don't even know if that's true or not. But you're in confusion and you're wondering, what does the future hold? But that is the promise, isn't it? That you can lift your eyes up again because Jesus is coming back. He's going to keep that promise. And what wonderful promises we have, don't we? Now, if you're kind of looking for things to, to be encouraged about today, if, if you're down, if you're despondent, if you're just kind of dragging your feet, you know, maybe you came shuffling into church and you just were kind of, oh man, why am I here today? We can tell you again, that first promise, Jesus is coming back. He's going to keep his word. Now, Jesus is the author of truth. Of course, if Jesus says something, it's going to happen. Jesus, he loves us so much. Right, that's kind of the, the foundational promise, isn't it? If you're all alone, right, if you've been you know, discarded by your family, if you're living in a family like the Bible talked about today where, you know, there's five people and, and three are divided against two and two are divided against three, right? You've lost touch with important loved ones, that there's conflict within your close relationships. You know, Jesus comes and he says, I love you. Even if it's four against one and you're the one and you're in Christ, Jesus comes and he says, I love you. And Jesus, he, he loves so much, he didn't just send a Hallmark card. No, as great as, as that, you know, could be, you know, one day you get a card in the mail, wow, you know, it's glowing. And you open it up and, you know, there, there's Jesus' signature in glowing gold print. And you say, wow, you know, this is from Jesus. He sent me a card. He thought about me. He loves me. He sent this card. You know, as great as something like that might be, you know, Jesus loved so much, he died. 
So you could enter heaven. Right? Jesus loves so much, he opened the way to heaven for all who believe in him. And in order to open that door to heaven, it cost his life. He had to die upon the cross. He had the spikes driven through his hands and his feet. The people mocked him and they ridiculed him. They, they made fun of him and they, they spit on him. And he underwent all of that humiliation. He underwent that agonizing death because of his love for you. See, he loves that much just so you could make it home again, so you could be with him. On, on top of that, you know, Jesus says not only that, that he loves us, because the word love could be confusing, couldn't it? You know, so some guys say, you oh, I, I love my car. And, and other guys may say, I love my horse. And some say, I love my boat. I, I love going fishing. Okay. Uh, Jesus says, not, not only do I love you, but you are God's children. You see, so Jesus, he doesn't just love us like we love an object. But Jesus loves us like a family loves another family member. Now the Bible says we are brothers and sisters of Jesus. Have you ever really thought about that? In God's eyes, it's not just, oh, God so loved the world. It's, oh, that's nice, God loved the world. No, God loved you. He calls you his children. God so loved you that he sent his one and only son, that whoever would believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He loves you. He loves you as, as a person. He loves you as a, a brother, a sister, a, a niece, a, a nephew, a, a husband, a wife. He loves with that personal love. Not just like you're an object. Oh, hey, you know, there, there's you know, 50 billion grains of sand and you're one of those grains of sand. No, he loves you personally. You're important to him. Now the Lord, he comes out and he tells us, in this world, you're going to have trouble, doesn't he? No, in this world, in ancient Egypt, the, the male boys, they, they were put to death. They didn't want the, them to be able to rebel. We didn't want them to, to you know, continue to grow in population. We didn't want it to, to have a slave uprising. And so they came out with this plan. And in the current day, we have struggles, we have problems, we have, have things that we're not that happy about right now. Some of them are terrible. In this world, we're going to have trouble, but Jesus says, fear not, I have overcome the world. Jesus went to the cross without sin. 
He never did anything wrong. He led the perfect life. He overcame the terrible things of this world. And he remained the same. He wasn't changed by his suffering. He didn't commit a sin because of the terrible things that happened to him. He kept his holiness. He overcame. And he says, fear not. I have overcome. I love you. You are my brothers, my sisters. And I am coming back. Dear friends, in this world of uncertainty and in a world where it's hard for us to know the truth, in the world where it seems like it's ever more complicated to be able to find the actual truth, we have that truth that remains, don't we? Jesus loves Jesus died so our sin could be forgiven and we could go home again. Jesus loves us not just like like cattle or, or sheep or possessions in his inventory, but he loves us as brothers and sisters. And Jesus, he hasn't forgotten about us. But he has promised. He's coming back. And so if you're facing discouragement, if your head is kind of down today, if you're wondering what the future holds, that is the promise. Lift up your eyes once again. Square your shoulders once more. For Jesus is coming back. Amen. Now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be in your hearts and minds now and always. Amen.